welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. And this is segment two of this weekend's offering. And we did promise you yesterday a special guest. And this special guest is Diane Richardson. And Diane is a member of District 71. Diane, you're very welcome to the talk show for talkers. Thank you very much, Ted. And Diane, I, normally what I do is I ask our guests five questions, but you don't know where the five questions are because we could be asking you 50 questions, but however, specifically five questions. But one of the questions I, I have to ask you first is, and I know you're a, a multi-clubbed individual, so would you like to tell us the clubs that you're a member of? Certainly. My home club is Chiltern, which I joined five years ago this month, uh, which is in District 91. And just outside London, my second club is Tame, which is quite close to where I live, again, in District 91. And I'm a club mentor and a member at Pegasus Speakers, which is based in Pegasus Advanced Speakers, I should say, which is based in Milton Keynes, which is District 71. Gosh, how do you devote so much time to Toastmasters? Well done. Thank you. It's conveyor juggling act at times. Of course. And when you're a member of so many clubs, then would you notice the different um, characteristics of each club? Oh, each three is completely unique. Incredible. And that's one that I think is the great strengths of Toastmasters and why I always encourage people if they go and visit a Toastmasters club, if they don't like that one, we'll go and visit another one because that one might suit you better. So, So it's very much a case of there is not one solution but there are still the same basic tenets with speeches, evaluations, table topics, keeping to time, and all the good stuff that we know about, and following pathways, because yeah, I do course. believe it has great education learning yeah. opportunities. And you make a very important point, even though we're all singing from the same hymn sheets, the songs can be completely different, can they? It's amazing how I, I've always found it amazing that each club has its own characteristics. Yes. Um, Chilton, we tend to do a lot of work in the background and make sure that everyone is ready. And then we go in and there's really quite vicious banter sort of thing and jovial banter going on. Tame has a slightly different demographic and is therefore a much more formal meeting. Uh, Pegasus has its own unique energy and style, especially on the days when they get the keynote speakers in on the Saturday sessions. Again, it runs completely different to the other two clubs. Yeah, wonderful. As you said, what an education. Fabulous education. Yeah. Um, the work that Carla has done at uh, Pegasus is outstanding, and I think it would be a model that other people will follow in future with other clubs, getting in guest speakers to get a club started in the middle of lockdown and to take it from 20 members in June last year when it chartered to 60, I think it's 65 now. It was at 67 last month. month. It's a truly remarkable feat. That's remarkable. That's incredible, actually. 67, you have enough for three clubs there, Diane. Well, I believe that most clubs should be at least 35 strong. Okay. Because I believe it's easier to run a club when you have people volunteering and queuing up to do roles and 
to do the speeches. And I would rather put on extra meetings than have meetings where you've, say, got a club of 20 members and you only get, say, 14 turn up. And mm. where's the energy? Yeah, true. Yeah, um, good, one, good things I have, one of the things I've noticed is when you get lots of energy in the room, it tends to be when you suddenly hit 20, 21, 22 people. Something happens, some sort of magic happens. And that's great. Yeah, fantastic. And what brought you to Toastmasters? Uh, I was unemployed at the time, and a friend of mine who I, was president at Chiltern, and he just said, oh, come along, practice, and you'll gain some confidence. And I went along and thought the first two topics were quite, uh, first two meetings were quite good, and I was lucky enough to win table topics second time out, and thought, yeah, okay, I'm kind of hooked now, and off we go. I think everyone wins table topics first or second time. That's part of the hook to get people in. It's a recruitment tool. Yeah, br- brilliant. Back in the day, what they used to do, actually, Diane, you call it child psychology, they used to give us a lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> now they give you a nice shiny ribbon and you feel like king of the castle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it works, it works. And what has been the greatest benefit to you? I think my confidence has, has grown uh, and... Obviously, the, my speaking and presentation skills have grown as well. And I think that's the biggest benefit. And during lockdown, I think it's the benefit there is that you meet people who you wouldn't necessarily meet. You, know, you and I wouldn't have met Ted if, if it hadn't been for lockdown and everything moving online. So you know, my network of contacts, friends, associates has grown phenomenally during lockdown all through Toastmasters because we all meet online. And you just build relationships. Yeah, and you know, I think that's the silver lining in the gloom that was lockdown, and that is lockdown. That as Toastmasters, we we've been so lucky that we can travel all around the world and meet fantastic people along the way. Yes, a friend of mine, for example, I think she's been to uh, Antonio. She's been to many, many clubs around the world. Mm-hmm. And she's got many, many people from Mexico and India and France and other places all joining her club. So I think it's 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 very much a case of a two-way exchange. I've yeah. visited clubs in the States. I've been to visited clubs in Sweden. And again, it just opens your eyes to see that you know, other clubs in other countries especially do things in slightly different ways to the way that we do in our clubs in the UK in Southern Yeah, it is wonderful, actually. Yeah. And, and I, I, we should have congrat at least I should have congratulated you on, on becoming a member of your DLT team in District 91. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Looking so, and, and I, I know, and we should mention Antonia, Antonia Harrison as well, because that lady is a wonderful ambassador on behalf of Toastmasters. I would wholeheartedly agree. So you and she will be on the district um, leadership team. And I, I I can see sparks and I can see fantastic things happening with District 91. Yeah, so it's going to be an exciting time because we've got an all-female trio this year. Oh, interesting, uh, yeah. And just over half the division directors are also female. And the other members of the DLT team, there's... there's Another two or three women on that group. I can't remember everyone's name at the moment. And one or two appointments are still to be made. But it's, it is exciting times. And I think it's going to be a challenging time for us all as well. Because oh, yes. mm-hmm. we've already started 
at my home club, we had a debate on Tuesday evening about the future and do we go wholly online, stay wholly online, or do we go wholly back to face-to-face? And are, are we going to hold kind of hybrid meetings where you have one meeting online and next meeting in, in your meeting room, or you can go blended where you you know have people joining from yes, of course, outside. And what are the problems and issues connected with that? Because it's very easy to do with the big corporates, but it's decision we made is it's going to take say four, five, six meetings before we can make a serious judgment. Yeah, I'd agree. I agree. Blended option is going to work. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Lots uh, of questions. Yeah. And you mentioned the word challenge there. So what has been your biggest Toastmasters challenge? Uh, I've been on the D91 conference committee for two years. I was on last year and this year. And, dur- and during those two years, I've organized three conferences because last year we organized one that was going to be a physical conference. Yes. And then six weeks notice, we suddenly had to change the whole thing to being online. And of course, nobody else had done that before. So we, that, that, I think, is the biggest challenge, was getting everything and switching everything as part of the committee with a wonderful lady called Diana Robertson and the rest of the team. And we, we did it, and we had near enough 1,000 people turn up. Brilliant. So that, that, that certainly was a challenge. And if you could, Diane, what would you change about Toastmasters, if anything? I, 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 I am a designer by profession, and I look at the Toastmasters, both website and its Pathways program in particular, and I think the basic ethos of Pathways is very, very good. But I do think the interface is somewhat clunky, and I think that has not help the transition and I think it's why people hark back to the books because they were simple and everyone could understand it so I do think there needs to be some thought going into how you interact with that web with that with that typeface um, web space sorry because it's not it's not it's 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 dated with pop-up windows and so many of us these days run pop-up blockers because that's how ads have traditionally appeared. Yeah, I, I think you make a great point there, actually, and you use the perfect word, clunky. That's what it is. It is clunky, and particularly for people who are not very techy, such as me, I find it difficult, to, and particularly with that problem you just spoke of there, it says to turn off your pop-up blocker. Now, what I wouldn't have realised that since I'm on Chrome, that the pop-up blockers are already turned off. So effectively what I was doing was the complete opposite of what they were asking me to do. And you can just imagine the frustration, you know. Yes, yes. Uh, and I think that's one of the, pe- one of the reasons why perhaps some people still hark back to the mm. old days, as I said, a book is nice and easy thing to yeah. use. And of course, you can get um, download the whole lot as a PDF or something yeah. like that, and then print it out. So then it becomes almost the same thing. But again, it's just those extra steps. Yes. Whereas mm. What's really needed is something that's much simplified. Yeah. What I found, Diane, recently was when we were running the the Speechcraft course that there is a portal there just specifically for Speechcraft. And it, it's it, what it does is that your speech crafters have access to pathways. But that's a lot easier to use than our pathways, even though it's the same program. 
it's a lot easier to navigate your way around it. So I think Toastmasters have taken the clunkiness out of it from the speechcraft point of view, because I had five people at the start of the speechcraft and they had absolutely no problem doing all the things they were supposed to do. In fact, I ended up asking them questions. How did I do this and how did I do that? So, you know, if you look at the speechcraft portal and look at it from the point of view of pathways, I think Toastmasters are starting to get it right. Uh, I can't comment on that because I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Because uh, yeah. I haven't done it through the through the speechcraft portal and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. But if, if, but what, if you get a chance I, to look at it, you know. Yeah, I, what I would say is I do I do think that you know things will change if you look at the website now to where it was you know, a year ago mm. on the pathways bit. It is definitely the user interface is mm. definitely getting better and better. It and is. that's great. So I think there is some recognition somewhere. Yeah, there are. I yeah, don't have really any official good. news. And what keeps you coming back to Toastmasters? Because I keep learning at every meeting. Fantastic. I know that sounds crass, but it's true. Oh, nice one. I like that. No, it doesn't sound crass at all. It's so right, actually. And sometimes when they're asked a question, we look for a big, long, convoluted answer when usually three or four words answers the question, as you just said, because you keep on learning. And that's that's a wonderful that's a wonderful uh, testimonial on behalf of Toastmasters and the organisation. I agree. And Diane, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you and about your Toastmasters journey. And what I will say is I hope you're going to stay with us because we're going to carry on this conversation, particularly in segment four. And Paul might ask you one or two questions in segment three as well. OK, that's fine. I'll hang around then. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Diane. That's been a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you very much, Diane. I enjoyed that conversation. And tomorrow we're going to have Paul O'Mani. And Paul is going to be talking to us about this app, which regards conferencing, Hoover app for District 71. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4 p.m. every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com for more information.